Welcome to Lost Without Japan, a travel podcast about the life-changing experiences of exploring Japan and those moments we would be lost without. For your listening pleasure, allow me to introduce your very own Kanko Gaido, Michael. Welcome to this week's episode of Lost Without Japan, a podcast based on Japan and your Lost Without Moments. This is your director of travel for TKIC Studio Productions, coming to you with hopes and dreams of a return to travel to Japan for others in 2022 and for my son and myself in summer 2023. I'd like to thank you today for giving me a bit of your time And I truly hope this podcast finds you in a good place or on the path to a better one, no matter how it may seem at this moment. My belief is that we could all use a beacon like this in our lives to help guide us during these times. And my hope is that Japan, along with this show, will become that for you. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning a Lost Without listener, thank you so much for returning. Lost Without Japan will be celebrating a one-year mark of podcasting in late August or early September. I'd like to ask for some listener submissions, either written or recorded audio, to be included with this episode. This can be about a trip you have experienced to Japan, your plans for the next trip to Japan, and for those of you that have been numerous times, Maybe you're going to share a hidden gem or a favorite meal or travel recommendation of your own for the listeners. You may submit these anytime, but would ask that you are not submitting them any later than August 15th so that I can make sure to edit them and get them into our show. I'd also like to offer for a few fans to be actually a part of that recording as we record on Riverside. We'll be able to include some of you to listen along with us and see the mistakes firsthand pre-editing. And don't worry, you won't have to worry about speaking at all. If this sounds of interest to you, feel free to reach out at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com. With that out of the way, let's start today's show on Komaki with some positive mental imaging, and let's imagine that today is the time for you to make your way from our rideshare and board your train at TKIC train station. Remember, double check that you have your luggage with you, your passport, your phone, even your SWUCA card. You have made it. Today's the day we're going to be continuing your journey in Japan. As you go through the doors of the train station up ahead, Take a few deep breaths and clump along with your tour group as we make sure your journey to Komaki is as wonderful as possible. Whether it's your first trip, a return trip, we're going to make sure that you're making your very own Lost Without Moments. Now, as you pass through the ticket gate, please make sure to keep us, you know, in eyesight as we're making our way along. Remember, you can always reach out to your Kanko Gaido at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com or lostwithoutjapan on Instagram. As always, it's always possible for you to 
access the show's working Google document with information about Japan, including past shows. And that will be included in the, the links for show description for today. How have your dreams come true savings account been going? Must admit, mine has taken a little bit of a hit that was completely unexpected. I finally found out, as if you're up to date on our episodes and just aware of current things going on, that my son and I were not able to get to Japan. So I'm happy to have had that fund available for a life event that occurred. But let me tell you, I'd much rather just have had it there to begin with and keep adding to it. I hope for you that you are just continuing to add to it and you're seeing this grow. And for many of you, I'm hoping you're just pleasantly surprised. You've forgotten about it. Check and see that I'm a little bit further along than I thought. And remember, no amount is too small. All that matters is that you're taking that first step or just continuing to move forward together. If it's $5 a paycheck, $20 a paycheck, whatever it is that you can afford, you are making your dream come true. Feel free to take advantage of me as your very own travel planner at any time. Or maybe you just want to celebrate your success. What are we looking to purchase next? Well, my friends, I have found... Uh, because of some summer school programs that I'm working, <laughs> I needed to have some long sleeves. And I have found some sunblocking ones that actually I'm going to add to the show's you know, travel recommendations because it's nice to be able to wear a t-shirt and not have to worry about sunblocking my whole um, arm or face or things that are there. So I've added those and they weren't too much at all. But I feel like that's going to become a part of my regular, you know, trip things, even if it's not to Japan. Now, I'm truly thankful for any and all interaction with all of you. I'm so thankful for our interviews that have been happening. It's so much fun to see our community continue to grow. As always, today's stamp to take you directly to our talk on Kamaki can be found on the show's Google Doc and in the description for today's show. Truly feel lucky that we have each other in this journey, and I'm looking forward to both of us supporting each other's dreams and goals. Now, before the train pulls out of the station, let's move on to today's show and learn a little bit about the city of Komaki. It's really a great short trip it's on the outskirts of Nagano, and it's a nice place to be a part of non-tourist Japan and enjoy some day-to-day -day life. Komaki is located in the Aichi Prefecture of Japan, and it's a four-hour trip by car or around the same time by train. Unfortunately, there's no direct Shinkansen from Tokyo to Komaki. One example of an itinerary that was showed you heading out of Shibuya Station at 5.55 a.m. to get to Shinagawa Station for a Shinkansen that left at 6.22 a.m. direct to Nagoya, arriving at 7.50. And I would just urge you, if you're going to Nagoya and you have the time, tech on a little adventure of your own. I know that they're not going to be expecting uh, many tourists, uh, but they are 
from my time that was there a wonderful and very warm and open city. I'd easily look into visiting Komaki either before Nagoya or after, just depending on how my trip was going. From Nagoya Station, it's a seven-minute walk to Mitsetsu Nagoya Station, where we'd get off after four stops and a brief two-minute walk to Iwakura Iki Station, when we'd have another 15-minute trip by bus and arrive finally at Komaki Station. Total cost without benefits of a JRL pass is only 12,090 yen or currently $88 US. One other option is flying actually from to- Tokyo into Nagoya Airport from Haneda. Current flights are $174 US through JAL or $178 through ANA, and these are round trip. So if you're going in that direction and elsewhere from there, Take half that. Your flight would just take you maybe an hour and be a great option for those of you that are short on time but have those funds to spend to help your experience in Japan be just a little bit more. Night buses pick up from the Yasu exit of Tokyo Station and they range from either $33 to $93 US and take seven and a half hours from Tokyo. Link for these night buses are located on our show resource page under kosokubusnet.com. One thing to take into account when visiting Komaki is that I could not find any information about coin lockers for storing your luggage as you run around. Again, this is not your normal travel destination. So I definitely reach out to your lodging and see if you have the option of dropping things off before you begin your journey especially if you're only staying for a day. Komaki is referred to those that know of it as largely an industrial and agricultural town. With many traveling to Japan, it would not be a location that you'd normally look to add to an itinerary when visiting Nagoya. But it's fun to get outside those tourist areas. And really, for me, it's my favorite Japan to experience, where it's truly day-to-day normal life And if you're visiting in March, you could even attend the Hanan Matsuri, or annual fertility festival that's held at the Takata Shrine. There are trains to take you about in Komaki, as well as some buses. But routes that are there and express trains um, don't seem to be as much, so you may have to focus more on walking as you're getting around for our adventure for today. We will be discussing some lodging options for today, but always, if you can financially, please look to book directly through these places that you find instead of booking.com or other places so that the business doesn't lose a substantial amount of the fees it receives to these booking sites. The Google Doc for today's show will include a map link for the locations covered in the notes, and for those of you that would like to follow along that aren't driving, go ahead, pause me. I'll wait for you, don't worry. As usual, we'll be sharing the regular and sale cost if there is one as we go through our talk. As usual, I went ahead of our tour group and Tom was on to other things, uh, family-wise and such, but I was happy to kind of experience this one on my own. And I'll even share some honorable mentions that if you have some additional time or you want to spice things up, 
compared to what I have, feel free to use either my itinerary that I have for you or sprinkle in those recommendations as well. Now, I usually like to grab something to eat before I begin exploring a new city, but this is not my first visit to Komaki. I was actually able to visit this city once before with the Japan Fulbright Memorial Fund, and I was fortunate enough to be chosen to give a speech to the government body of Komaki on behalf of JFMF. And I can't wait to actually start exploring this city and see just how much it has changed. As you usually end up having to wait to check your, you know, into lodging, that's usually around 3 p.m. It's fine by me, though, because I have my handy-dandy travel backpack for exploration today, so I'm off and going. Now, one place I had to go to first is going to hit you as a little odd, but it's the Aeon Kamaki store, or as I'd like to prefer to it, a mini mall. Now, I know what you're saying, Mike. You're visiting a city you've wanted to for some time, and your first move is the mall? One of my favorite things to do when I stayed in Komaki was actually to visit this exact mall and get a crate filled with ice cream and enjoy a relaxing massage in the state of an art massage chairs at the end of each of our days. Now, for me, I could think of no better place to visit and I had hoped to actually find a crepe, and if I was truly lucky, a massage chair before I went out and explored. Now, you may be thinking, this is a large mall. It's not. <laughs> it is truly, uh, you know, kind of a multi-floored store, but there is a food court that unfortunately does not currently have that crepe store there. So I think my crepe redemption card that was been stamped well, isn't going to be able to be filled anymore, but don't worry. You're not going to be neglected for sweets or a great meal. One thing I absolutely fell in love with is a great option for any city that you can visit, and that is prepackaged meals that you can find at stores just like this one. Now, just from a few pictures, I see sushi, tempura, okonomiyaki, an egg and noodle dish, some bento boxes with beef and pork cutlets, some eggs, beef, and more. It's truly a one-stop shop, and I would happily eat my way through this store and stock up on snacks for later at night, along with some adult beverages, and not feel like I missed out in any way. One of the things I enjoyed the most was sharing various drinks from Japan with friends at night. And I saw some of my favorite budget Suntory whiskey for only 498 yen and another for 1,500 yen. My friends, <laughs> that is no money. And I would happily carry any of these home as part of my carry-on. Honestly, for me, I plan on all of my meals coming from this location. And if something really caught my eye when I was walking around and exploring... You wouldn't have to twist my arm too much to go on in and explore there as well. But for purposes of today's show, I'm not going just to limit our location that I'm talking about right now as your only place to eat. I will give you some other stops that I see, and any of these would be wonderful because I know you, you don't have the same attachment that I do to this store. And if you're coming out this way, I truly want you to enjoy your time. 
from here, I would head out to do something I have not yet been able to do in Japan, and that's experience a professional basketball game at Park Arena Komaki. And if we were fortunate enough, depending on our timing, we'd get to see their professional team, the Diamond Dolphins, play. Now, most of their games are actually played in Nagoya, but they do have a few in winter or early spring on Fridays and Saturdays evenings that have been known to play at this location. Seats are padded and comfortable, even to what you would say like would be Western standards. These are not your everyday, normal, uh, small seats that you might expect. And after the walking that I've been doing, I decided to stop at Grant Chestar and get some great looking coffee before I head off to the main tourist destinations of Komaki. Although the name on the building is not what it is in Google Maps for today's show, I did add it to the notes so that you can see this location and what I'm talking about so you don't have to worry about any translation. This location offers either hot or cold coffee options with ice drinks that are really calling my name and range from just 400 to 550 yen or three to four US dollars. If you arrive earlier, your breakfast options range from three set meals, one with buttered toast, one with a toast and jelly, and another with toast with cinnamon and sugar. Sprinkled in with that are some seasonal fruits or egg salad and coffee. Since I'm arriving closer to noon, I decided to go with a dish that every otaku fan must eat when they visit to Japan, and that is the omelet rice with ketchup. You can get your omelet rice with demi glaze sauce as well, fried shrimp, a pork cutlet, or even cream croquette for ranging from just 820 yen to 1,080 yen or six to eight US dollars. If you're looking for something a little more filling, maybe you wanna go for a Japanese style pizza, pasta covered in cheese, curry and rice, and a variety of sandwiches all served on there looks to be homemade toast. For those of you looking to be a little less adventurous for your journey today, maybe you just want that bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. No judging here. This is a judgment-free zone, so get what you like. Meals range from time that you visit, and some are only available you know, early in the morning, before noon, afternoon. So if you're looking for something in particular, make sure you're heading at the correct time. Although they don't have an English menu, they do have a website with a menu that you can translate using Google to help you with your ordering and figure out what you'd like to get before you even visit. Prices are super reasonable and just another reason it's fun to get out into areas that aren't your normal tourist destinations. Now, after enjoying this snack, it's time to finally wake my way out to Koshuri Kamaki or Kamekayama Castle. Unfortunately, there are no trains to help us with our navigation when we leave from the restaurant that I was talking about. So we're going to be working off that omelet rice together. And we're going to have either a 22-minute walk or a three-minute drive from Grant Chester. If you see me along the way, feel free to pick me up. Promise. The only thing I might do is share some dad jokes that you wish you hadn't heard in the first place. (laughs) Parking is free for your first hour for this location, and admission to the castle, which is also a museum for Kamaki City, is only 100 yen. 
it's less than a dollar for each person. You could easily also choose not to go into the museum and just walk around and enjoy the great views in the park that offer an amazing 360 degree view of the city for free. And I couldn't think of a better way to either celebrate with a sunset or sunrise than enjoying this location. And before you start heading up the hill, know that it is a 10 minute climb uh, to and from the parking area. And there are like one bathroom area that is there as well. Now, the castle that is, is in this location is, of course, not original, as are most locations that are there. But what they do have, and they're currently in the process of excavating at this point, are the remains of the walls of the original castle. For those of you more fluent in Japanese and also enjoy history, I could also see when you visit this castle in the museum that's within it, uh, probably spending about two hours in this area. So if you happen to leave from Komaki Station, though, as opposed to the restaurant that I mentioned, there seems to be a bus that takes off from that location, which can cut down your uh, trip a little bit, and it will drop by right in front of the castle and its grounds. For my lodging, I chose a location right next to this area, the Castle in Komaki which is just a short 10-minute walk from the Castle Museum. This hotel has a website that has the option to change your language to English and to book through it using a credit card. Now, to urge you to book directly with them, they're actually offering a variety of packages that you can only get when you book directly through their site. You can book a single bed, double bed, or even a triple bed for your stay. All rooms have access to Wi-Fi, and for those of you that haven't stayed in a business hotel with Western-style rooms to this point, you can cross that off your list after your stay today. Check-in time is 3, and check-out needs to be done before 10 a.m. Since this is a business hotel, you'll need to make sure that you choose non-smoking for your stay, because they do have that choice, smoking or non-smoking. Tax included for the room and breakfast is just 6,200 yen or $45 per person. If you want to add dinner at the hotel's Izakaya, you can add another 4,000 yen or $29 US. And they currently even offer a discount. If you book out more than seven days in advance, you can have free parking, free breakfast, access to the sauna, and communal bath for only 5,800 yen or $42 US. What an amazing deal. They also offer you an all you can drink option for an hour and a half with breakfast and access to the bath and saunas for 11,100 yen or $80 US. For those of you listening, I bet you can see why I recommend getting off the beaten path when you visit Japan and really recommend for you to do so. These options are wonderful, and you can access all of these recommendations in the Google Mac link for today's show. If you end up booking through a major travel website, be careful as booking so that our four love hotels pop up when I was doing searches for hotels in the area for Komaki. So if you're traveling with your family or 
you don't feel comfortable with the Love Hotel for yourself, just one of those things to keep in mind. After dropping off my luggage, I wanted to head back out and continue exploring Komaki and see if I could find any hidden vinyl gems at Penny Lane Vinyl and CDs. It'd be a 20-minute walk or four minutes by car or 17 minutes if you utilize a bus for part of your journey, but you still need to walk another 12 minutes after that. So most of the CD collection is from bands from the West, and the store hours look to be from noon to 7, with the only exemption to that being holiday hours, where their hours, of course, could vary. They do have a website, which is not that impressive, but the blog that is attached to this website is up to date and looks to cover sales, local concerts, and even events where they have a kind of a fair going where they're selling records and CDs um, that also is not just themselves, but looks like five other local stores. For those of you that are enjoying a search for possible treasure, an event like this could be so much fun. After my shopping for treasures, I found an all-you-can-eat Shabu Shabu restaurant foo-foo-foo kumaki that is calling my name for dinner. It's a 17-minute walk from our record store or 11 minutes if you incorporate the bus. One nice thing is that you can make a reservation ahead of time through either hotpepper.jp or tableblog.com. It looks like they routinely run specials and even have options to add on desserts and alcohol. If you want to make sure your clothes fit a little less well than the you know previous day, this is the place for you. I've seen specials that range anywhere from 1,690 yen all the way up to 4,400 yen, or about 12 to 32 dollars, depending on the quality of the meats that you choose. So definitely check out pictures prior to your visit to see what deals they may have. Make sure to check that out before going, as they have no English menu or a website that you can translate. But for all of you, it's truly worth that adventure and in addition to part of your trip. From reviews of other visitors, they said the staff was great at trying to work past the language barrier, even if you don't know Japanese. Now, with all of this running around, I'm going to call it a night so that I can welcome our next tour group in the AM. So I want to share some honorable mentions with you. Going to give you a couple more places to visit, eat, or possible lodging. Now, first up in honorable mentions is a thrift resale shop, Kitori Okoku Komaki Ten, Purchase Kingdom Komaki store that opened from 11 a.m. to midnight, Monday through Sunday. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to find some great clothes to add to your trip or just take home and remember your visit. If you're a fellow otaku, you might even find a great deal on statues cards or anime memorabilia and that that's not enough you can find liquor shoes boots bags games and home appliances this location has a large parking lot and because they purchase items to resell an ever-changing stock for you to find those treasures Tagata shrine is next up on our list and it's a shrine for fertility whose main festival is in march The Shinto Shrine is visited for couples looking for help with conception, also just for general health for your child, and there's a very large male genitalia on display that's used in the festival, so depending on your views, 
it may or may not be a place you'd like to visit as a family. Hours of the shrine are from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, but the bathroom is closed before sometimes 4 p.m., so keep that in mind. The website offers additional information about the shrine as well as pictures of the omikuju and charms for purchase as well. Another location I thought about using as lodging was the Metsetsu Komaki Hotel that has its own website and offerings as well as when you book directly through them. One of the deals is for 5,800 yen or $42 US that has free breakfast and parking. They also offer a super fancy meal plan for two for around 9,300 yen or $68 US. There are more options as well and rooms look pretty nice and they offer both Western and Japanese style rooms with free Wi-Fi, a pool, laundry, restaurants. There's so much to choose from as you can get both French and Japanese cuisine and from the pictures look like they're ready to go to onto any Instagram post or TikTok with a coffee shop as well. Come on, what else could you be looking for? Meals in the restaurants range from 2,200 yen all the way up to 7,000 or 16 to 51 dollars US. And if you're so inclined, you could have a wedding in this location as well, either Shinto, Shinto Western style, and make sure that those memories are unforgettable for your time in Komaki. Now, my host family, when I visited back on my last visit with JFMF, took me to the Meiji Mura Outdoor Museum, and I could very much recommend this, even though I don't see it popping up in those top things listed for Komaki. Um, it's open every day from 9.30 to 5. You could ride a steam train and even explore a Frank Lloyd Wright-designed building that was attached to the Imperial Hotel's central entrance, constructed in Tokyo back in 1923. It was moved from that spot in 1976 to its current, loca current location and, upon doing research, saw that when I had visited last was also the last time that it had some major renovation. Towards the end of my visit, being away from like a month and a half from my home, began to miss a variety of things, not just my family, but I was able to experience a meal that made me feel a little closer to home at the Mencoro. Uh, Nagoyan, where I had six small chicken wings that, for a few blissful moments, made me feel a little closer to home. Looking at the menu now, they still have those chicken wings, even if they're only four now. But I know I couldn't leave visiting the area without having them. Each restaurant has a menu that can be translated into English and offers a wide variety of simple to extravagant dining options. And with this, you can see a post office from, you know, like the past of Japan. There were like a prison. There's a um, like a play area. It was just truly a memorable experience and just a fun thing to see Japanese out doing touristy things as well. Now, I would love to go keep on going into depth with even more about this city, but I'm going to pause us at this time with our talks on Kumaki. If you would like for me to continue this for a part two, or you just want some other things that you can add for your trip, reach out to me at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com. We are gonna be moving on next 
as we leave Komaki to the city of Gifu. And let me tell you, truly excited about doing some research on this city. And it's going to definitely be something that I'm aiming for um, on that next journey to Japan for myself. Some housekeeping for today. Please give a follow, a like, and a comment on your favorite streaming service. Share it with a friend or a family member that you feel would enjoy this podcast. For updates on the show, feel free to give a follow on Instagram at Lost Without Japan. And if you would like, reach out directly to me by email at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com. Now, I want to say a big thank you again to our sponsor, Road Bike Rental from Osaka, Japan. Their super brief advertisement will go at the end of today's show. If you could, visit their site at roadbikerentaljapan.com. It would mean the world to me and to Tom as well. Looks like I'm ready to call it a night now and welcome all of you coming up in the morning. If you're listening to this podcast on your trip to Komaki, know that you are in for a treat. On behalf of Lost Without Japan and the entire crew, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip, and we're looking forward to seeing you on board again in two weeks for our next episode. To everyone out there, Oginki Day. Stay well, my friends. Road Bike Rental Japan provides cycling solutions to those wishing to go cycling or bike touring in Japan. With nationwide delivery options available, you can explore even more of Japan on two wheels and at your own pace. More details of all of the RBRJ services can be found at roadbikerentaljapan.com. Song of the show was written by Nishuku Natsuko, and I hope you enjoy it. I so look forward to spending time with you again in two weeks. Thank you. I'm not
して絶賛落下中やっぱ最初は全然うまく飛べないな身を切る風も思ったよりも冷たいな一歩進んで二歩戻って三回転んでも満足っぽい部下の方が牙をむく武士でなど痛くない「もう1秒だって今の自分で痛くないんだ」